and focus on God's word this morning and what he wants to convey to us. Verse 38, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was very distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her. Let's pray. Lord, there are many things in this life that compete for our attention. And Lord, if we're all honest in this service this morning, we could all probably say that you are not the number one priority. There is one thing, there is one thing that's most important. And Lord, I pray that we will understand that and that we will apply that to our life as we leave this place of worship this morning. But thank you, thank you for this Lord's Day, our Sabbath rest, where we can set everything aside and focus on you. Be glorified in this service. Help our hearts and our minds to be attuned to what you would have to say to us this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Question. Why are you here this morning? Are you here this morning because someone told you to come with them this morning? Are you here because it's your duty, your obligation? Uh, you have a responsibility to fulfill? And so you came? Or are you here because you love God? And you're here to just focus on Him and to worship Him and to be caught up in Him. You need Him this morning. We're looking at two different women today. We're looking at Martha, who was caught up in serving Jesus, and we're looking at Mary, uh, and she was caught up in a sense of wonder of who Jesus uh, is. And uh, this story comes on the heels of, uh, of the Good Samaritan and loving God and, and loving others. And we'll kind of wrap up with uh, that particular passage at the end of this service. But Mary was all about loving God. And Martha, she loved God, but she was caught up in serving God. Now, the focus of this message is really more on Martha. And I don't want to be hard on Martha this morning because, uh, you know, if there weren't Marthas in this world, 
We'd all starve to death, wouldn't we? We need Marthas. Um, I live with a Martha in Susan. So I don't want to be too hard on Martha because I don't want to be on the couch tonight. Okay? But, uh, but as Marthas, we need to be reminded about what is most important. Martha, Martha's life is in crisis. Uh, she has invited Jesus over to the house. And, and when she invited Jesus, she probably didn't just invite Jesus, but she invited the disciples as, as well. So she probably has 13 people in her home that uh, she's trying to serve. And for those of you who like to host large, large gatherings, you know what kind of job that is, what's required. And that's very exhausting. It's not easy particularly if you do it all by yourself, right? Okay? Now, do I have any Marthas in this room? You need to say amen, all right? But uh, Martha's life is in crisis, and it reminds me of this poem that I heard years ago about uh, a mother's Christmas. And I just want to read it for us this morning. It goes like this. See, mother. See, mother, laugh. Mother is happy. Mother is happy about Christmas. Mother has many plans. Mother has many plans for Christmas. Mother is organized. Mother smiles all the time. Funny, funny mother. See mother. See mother smile. Mother is happy. The shopping is all done. See the children watch TV. Watch children watch. See the children change their minds. See them ask for different toys. Look, look, mother isn't smiling. Funny, funny mother. See mother. See mother sew. Mother will make dresses. Mother will make robes. Mother will make shirts. See mother put the zipper in wrong. See mother sew the dress on the wrong side. See mother cut the skirt too short. See mother put the material away until January. Look, look. See, mother, take a tranquilizer. Funny, funny mother. See, mother. See, mother, buy raisins and nuts. See, mother, buy candied pineapple and powdered sugar. See, mother, buy flour and dates and pecans and brown sugar and bananas and spices and vanilla. Look, look, mother is mixing everything together. See the children press out cookies. See the flour on their elbows. See the cookies burn. See the cake fall. See the children pull taffy. See mother pull her hair. See mother clean the kitchen with the garden hose. Funny, funny mother. See mother. See mother wrap presents. See mother look for the end of the scotch tape roll. See mother bite her fingernails. See mother go. See mother go to the store 12 times in an hour. See, go, mother, go. See, mother, go faster. Run, mother, run. See, mother, trim the tree. See, mother, have a party. See, mother, make popcorn. See, mother, wash the walls. See, mother, scrub the rug. See, mother, tear up the organized plan. See, mother, forget gift for Uncle Howard. See, mother, get hives. Go, mother, go. See the far away and look. See the far away look in mother's eyes. Mother has become disorganized. Mother has become disoriented. Funny, funny mother. 
It is finally Christmas morning. See the happy family. See father smile. Father is happy. See father smile. Father loves fruitcake. Father loves Christmas pudding. Father loves all the new neckties. Look, look. See the happy children. See the children's toys. Santa was very good to the children. The children will remember this Christmas. See mother. Mother is slumped in a chair. Mother is crying uncontrollably. Mother does not look well. Mother has dark circles under her bloodshot eyes. Everyone helps mother to her bed. See mother sleep quietly under heavy sedation. See mother smile. Funny, funny mother. Boy, there's a whole lot of truth in that story, isn't there, mothers? If it weren't for you, you know, Christmas wouldn't be as special as it is in our homes. Uh, Mothers make our houses homes. And uh, lots of mothers are Martha's. And that's who we're looking at this morning. And I don't want to be too hard on Martha. Jesus wasn't too hard on Martha. He just wanted to set her priorities in order. So as we look at this passage this morning, what is Luke trying to teach us this morning? He's trying to teach us this, that we can't be so busy for Jesus that we neglect to be with Jesus. We need to learn to be with Jesus. When you come to church on Sundays, and I'm I'm talking particularly to those who serve in our Bible study ministries and our age group ministries. Are you so are you so busy um, working for Jesus, serving Jesus, that you forget to be with Jesus? That's what I want to focus on in this service this morning, is being with Jesus. Now, what's going on in Martha's life in this passage of Scripture? Four things I want to bring to our attention this morning. First, she's distracted. Okay? Uh, Jesus is in her home. She's invited Jesus into her home. This is the God of the universe who's come to her home. And and Jesus loves to come to Martha's home. Martha has the gift of hospitality. Martha was close, or Jesus was close close with Mary and Martha and, and Lazarus. And so this is one of, I'm sure, several occasions where Jesus is is going to be in her home. He enjoys coming here. Would Jesus enjoy coming to your home? Would he feel like an invited guest? Um, Would he feel well-received and comfortable? Would he be able to rest there and enjoy himself? This was the environment that was in Martha's home. But for Martha personally, having Jesus, invited Jesus into her home, Jesus, Martha wasn't enjoying being with Jesus because she was too caught up in, in serving Jesus and she was very distracted. 
she wanted to be in the living room. She wanted to be le- listening to Jesus' teaching, but she found herself being drawn back to the kitchen because there were things on the stove. There were things that that she didn't want to burn, and so she had to be there at the same time. Are you in our service this morning and feeling a bit distracted? You know, if you're a Martha, or what Marthas would typically typically do in services of this nature, they would have a sheet of paper, or they would be using their bulletin, and they would be putting together a to-do list during this message of all the things they have to do this week, okay? If you're that person, guess what? You're a Martha. And what I want to encourage you to do this morning is just set it aside and focus on the Word of God. Focus on the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. But for Martha, for Marthas, they're easily distracted because there's other things that are calling their name. There are things that have got to get done. And it doesn't mean that those things aren't important. Those things are important. And Jesus understands that. And we'll look at that more in a moment. But for the first first thing I want you to know is that for Martha, she was distracted. The second thing we see about Martha is Martha is focused on Mary's faults. Martha and Mary are wired differently. Martha's a doer, Martha's a server, and Mary, she's a worshiper. She likes to contemplate. Uh, she likes to, she's focusing on our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And for Martha, she's projecting on her sister. Martha is wired to serve. Martha is in crisis. And Martha thinks that Mary should be wired the same way that very moment. She's thinking to herself, why isn't Mary getting off her duff and helping me in the kitchen? And so instead of Mary focusing on Jesus, or instead of Martha focusing on Jesus, Martha is focusing on her sister's faults. And for Martha, she thinks that Mary has a huge fault right now because she's not doing what Martha is doing. Martha's, do you have a tendency of focusing on others' faults? Who's not helping you rather than just serving the Lord? Worshiping the Lord in your service? To him, Martha's focused on Mary's faults. The third thing we see in this passage of scripture is Martha's getting angry. The more that she thinks about Mary and what Mary isn't doing, the angrier Martha becomes. Put yourself in, in this situation right now. Think about Martha in the kitchen Pots and pans are banging around. She's trying to get her sister's attention through the chaos in the kitchen. It's not happening. She goes into the living room. She sits down. She tries to look at, listen to Jesus' words, but she knows she needs to go back to the kitchen. And so she 
lets out a huge sigh, looks at her sister, gives her sister the stink eye. Mary's not getting the message, and Martha goes back to the kitchen. Martha is getting more and more worked up. The more she works, the more worked up she becomes. She is fuming. She is steaming. And she's not having any conversation with her sister. This is just all body language, all nonverbal communication. And it's obvious that Martha's upset. She's angry, which brings us to the fourth point. She brings Jesus into the situation. There's a triangular thing going on here. Instead of Martha saying, Mary, can I talk to you? No, she goes in the living room and she starts questioning Jesus. Look at verse 40. Verse 40 says, She went up to, to him, to went up to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. Boy, talk about putting Jesus in an awkward situation. You know, Martha is going to Jesus. And Martha is so caught up in the serving, doing all these things for Jesus, and she's angry that she begins to question the Lord's care for her. That's what happens to Martha's. That get so caught up in the busyness of serving God that when things aren't going their way, they begin to question the Lord's sovereignty, the Lord's care in their life. You find yourself doing that? How do you avoid how do you avoid getting into that situation? What does the Lord think of you at that moment? What does the Lord think of Martha? Well, let's look at Jesus' response. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. Jesus isn't angry with Martha. He's not upset at her. He's not condemning her. When he says, Martha, Martha, this is a tone of affection. You know, it's not like what we might say when we're upset with our children. You know, what happens when we're upset with our children? Do I say Kyle, Kyle? No. I say Kyle Vincent Logan or Trevor William Logan. What possessed you? You know, we give the full net. That's not what Jesus is doing here. Martha, Martha. It's a tone of affection, of love and concern. What does he know about about Martha? Jesus says, you're anxious and troubled 
about many things. And that's what happens with Martha's, who thinks that they need to be the saviors of their children, of their family, of their their job, of their responsibilities. They take all that pressure upon themselves, and they're distracted. They're not spending the time with Jesus that they need to. And what happens? We get anxious, and we get troubled. Jesus saw these things about her. And he had words of concern. Now, he's not, he's not putting Martha off. You know, he's not saying that Martha's task isn't important. But Martha has bit off a lot more than she can chew right now. And she's not getting the help that she needs and and she's, she's considered her serving Jesus and providing this wonderful meal for Jesus more important than listening to his words. So it's not that what she's doing is unimportant. Now remember, serving others, helping others uh, is a part of loving God, part of the great commandment. You know, this is what we looked like, looked at last week um, with the Good Samaritan. Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus said, love God and love people. And then he gave the illustration of the Good Samaritan. And the first two examples he gave were of the Levite and the priest. They saw their Jewish brother who had been robbed, beat up, bleeding on the side of the the road. And these two guys, the priests and the Levite, uh, people who are most likely in contemplative professions, you know, worshiping the Lord, uh, neglecting a responsibility to help a brother who was in huge need. Who helped the brother? It was the Samaritan. And Jesus is telling us in that passage of scripture on the on the right before this passage that the person who loved his neighbor was the person who served. Martha is serving. What Martha is doing is not unimportant, it's important. But if all we're doing, Christian, sister, brother in Christ, is serving the Lord and never taking time out to worship the Lord, to be with Jesus, then guess what? Yeah, you're going to burn up. And you're going to get angry. And you're going to question Jesus' love and sovereignty and care in your life. What does Jesus say? He says, you are troubled, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion. One thing is necessary. My question to you this morning 
is how much time are you spending on that one thing? And that one thing is sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to his words. And you might be here this morning and you're saying, well, Pastor, how do I do that? I've got three, four children under my feet 24-7. How in the world am I going to listen to the Lord's words? You know, there was a, a lady, someone helped me out. They had 19 children. Was this uh, uh, Martin Luther's or... Um, Wesley's, Charles Wesley's wife. Yes, thank you, Bill. Um, they had 19, she had 19 children. And she knew that the one thing was that was most necessary she needed to do. So how did she, how did she uh, have her quiet times with 19 children in the house? She would be wearing an apron. And when she pulled that apron over her head, the children knew to not to bother mom because she was spending it with the Lord. <laughs> that was her undistracted time with the Lord. I know raising children is demanding. We have our three kids, our three grandkids over on Saturday nights um, sometimes. In fact, we had them over uh, last night. We didn't get a whole lot of sleep. I didn't have a whole lot of undistracted time in looking at my notes for this morning. Raising rugrats, you know, little ones in the home, is demanding. It is exhausting. Moms and dads, if you don't take the time to do the one necessary thing, the important thing, you're missing out. Your kids are missing out. Your kids need you. Your kids need the best of you. And spending that alone time with Jesus will help make you a better husband, wife, parent. It'll bring Jesus into your home. That's the one important thing. Mary understood that. Now, Mary probably had some things to learn about being more of a Martha too. There's things that we can learn, all of us can learn from this passage of Scripture. If we're Martha's, taking time out to spend with Jesus. If we're Mary's, getting up off our chair and helping the Martha's. But what Luke is trying to convey to us this morning, that the Christian life is about balancing duty and devotion. 